You're listening to the Up to Date Podcast, which gives you insight into the dating scene. Coming to you from J Tribe Radio, my name is Malia, and I'm sitting down with parents, Shadchanim, and singles to get their view on the dating scene and how they can make an impact. Welcome to the Up to Date Podcast. I'm your host, Malia, and today I'm sitting down with the Jocelyn Miller. She lives in Los Angeles, and she has been a makeup artist for over 15 years. She specializes in bridal makeup, and she loves to work with brides and their families. How are you doing today? I am good. How are you? I'm good. Thank God. How's Corona treating you? Um, ask me in two months. <laughs> it is, I don't know. I, I think I've passed, um, any sanity period. I am, I'm just in the coping stage right now. Well, we're about to talk about dating, aren't we? Yes. I am really excited about this topic. I have been speaking to different friends and getting a feel about dating now and what's required, what's not required. So I, I'm really excited to talk about it today. Yeah, so thank you so much because we're not only talking about regular dating, which we have a lot to talk about, but we're talking about dating in quarantine. Now, have you been dating while in quarantine? Um, I have actually had a few guys reach out to me during quarantine and interested to talk on the phone or Zoom or FaceTime, and I've actually just said, why not? Let me see where this can go. I thought in the beginning, I said, how am I going to date? How am I going to get to know somebody without meeting them? But in the end, it's actually kind of nice because I realized if I don't end up having a relationship with this person after Corona, I'm going to make a new friend. And I thought this could be a great time to make friends. That is so true. I, for the first time, went on something called House Party last night. And it was just in the beginning, I was like, okay, I don't really want it. To, I don't really want it to go into anybody else's houses and chat, you know, and join. <laughs> so I don't know who these people are, but after like a few, like, I guess minutes on there, I was like, why not? And I joined and it's actually true. Like you meet new people and it's really, really cool. Well, talking about dating, you said you've been doing some of this like Zoom and FaceTime. What are some pros to dating over Zoom? Some pros is you can actually be at home. You can be comfortable. You can be relaxed. You take away a lot of the awkwardness on a first date when you just speak one time and you get in their car and you have to, you know, read all the body language. And sometimes the guy is like very, very nervous when he first meets you. And I think like, you know what, you have this time now to actually make a friend, really get to know somebody in a very difficult, challenging time. And worst case scenario, after this is over and you do meet each other and you're maybe not feeling it or having any kind of attraction, the, the most that came out of this was like, you know what, I made a really good friend during this time. If I hadn't had that person to speak to, I probably would have pulled out all my hair and <laughs> become an alcoholic. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you feel that there are some cons to dating over Zoom or FaceTime? Yeah, I really, I really, I, first of all, I think there's cons to dating, period. <laughs> um, dating <laughs> oh, is, my. Like, I don't even know if dating in Corona, you know, is any special than just dating, period, because there's a dating crisis all the time, and dating is challenging, and meeting people is challenging, and getting your act together, making it happen. Dating in Corona, I feel like, is making and forcing people to just take a moment 
stop, you know, speed dating and stop Mm -hmm. like J swiping and trying to go through a (laughs) bunch of girls and guys. Like let's take a moment now and really dig deep in ourselves and into somebody and to really get to know somebody else. So I think that, Yes, it's going to be different, but I think there's a lot of um, positivities to it. So let me bring you through a scenario since what you're talking about is getting sure. to know somebody on a different level. Let's say like you go on a date and you are really liking the guy. Obviously, it's a date over Zoom or FaceTime or if you're in house party, whatever you're doing, but over technology, obviously. House party. House party. I have to get to know. I have to know more about this house party. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about house party and like I'll be your friend. Like maybe when we're done the interview, I'll I'll bring you in. I'll show you yeah, how to use tell it. Tell me. It's, it's it's fun. It's good. So, but what happens if, okay. if you're, you're a girl, so from the girl's perspective, right, you go out with a guy and you're really liking him and you feel like you guys are hitting it off. You've never met him in real, in person, but then he breaks up with you through Zoom. Like, how do you feel about someone breaking up with someone over Zoom? First of all, I have gotten broken up with over text messages pre-corona. I've gotten Ooh. broken up with ghosting. I've gotten broken up with so many different ways that I actually think it's admirable if they break up with you now. It's hurtful. It's going to mm-hmm. sting. And I, I'm not like a strong person all the time. So I would, be, I would be very, very sad. And I would just have to realize, look, um, there's a lot going on for everybody right now that we don't know about. And everyone's having challenges. But I would just say, listen, I understand how you feel you're not feeling it. It's okay. Maybe in a few months we can revisit this and see how we're feeling then. Um, but I would be, I would say, listen, at least he's standing, you know, he's standing up to the plate and he's actually facing me and saying, I can't do this right now. I'd rather that than a guy just not texting me back or calling me back. Good point. Now, what if the scenario was that you, you were dating him in person before Corona, you were dating him, you were going out with him and you guys have really built a relationship, and now he broke up with you and in quarantine because it's different. You, it's a different scenario. How do you feel about that? Uh, it would be really hard. I, this is a hard time. We don't have our girlfriends to go make us feel better, <laughs> take us out for a drink, have girls' right. night, take a weekend off. Um, it's going to be really tough, and I, I don't know how I would really deal with it, to be honest. I really... I want to say like I could be strong and I'll handle it, but I think I would be devastated because I would feel like that relationship will get me through this time. And right. if he's not there right now, it would be really hard. Um, I don't know if he lived close by, I probably <laughs> would leave like some kind of like eggs on his doorstep or tomatoes. I'm just oh, kidding. Wow. I'm not going to do that. You're that kind of girl. (laughs) I would be really heartbroken. I would be very sad. It's not like I can go show up at, you know, uh, a place he might be and go, hi, I'm here. But I, I would, I would be really, I would be sad. I would be sad. Do you think he owes to the girl to meet her in person? And say, like, we're done? I mean, can he meet her, like, six feet away? <laughs> and then, oh, like, God. put up a sign <laughs> out her window? <laughs> I don't know. He could say, like, let's meet at the grocery store. I'll break up with you in the produce aisle. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <my God>. um, <laughs> I mean, like, there's so many things open right now. You could just say, I'll be at the gas station. Um, meet me in the mini mart. And uh, let's have a break up there. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, um, I would say meet me at a liquor store because I'm going to be drinking my way out of this place. 
<laughs> wow, you are funny. You know what? That's got to go down as either the best or the worst breakup in history. I have I have no idea, but it's that's pretty funny. Now, you said that you've been broken up with, Albert text, ghosted. Your opinion, what has been the best way to be broken up with? Really in person. I know. I'm, I know. It's out. I do not like having to have a text because it just drops in your lap. And you don't see their face. You don't know how they're feeling. Um, I had a breakup a couple years ago that was really tough for me. I was visiting them um, in their hometown, which was uh, long distance. And that's a whole other topic, long distance dating. That's really tough. But I was there visiting for a few days. And we had gone out for lunch. And, you know, we were, da- we were dating at this time. And he just looked across from me and said, I, I just don't, I cannot date anymore. I'm just not in a good place right now. I can't do this anymore. And my stomach dropped. I felt sick to my stomach because I really, really found a good person and he had a beautiful heart and we, I was my best friend at the time. And it was, I had to like, literally my flight was that same day. Like he was driving me to the airport after that. Um, and I, I, I was happy though, that I could like say goodbye and face him and end this with him. Like we both were crying. It was sad for both of us. Yeah. And yeah, at least I had a whole, like, at least he flew me back business class. <laughs> literally kept oh, wow. saying the waitress came coming back. She's like, um, can I bring you a drink? Can I bring you a drink? I said, don't stop walking down this aisle. You're going to be keeping bringing me a drink. I literally cried oh, yeah. the whole flight home. But I was so comfortable. I had good. I had a good seat. I got to watch good movies. Um, right. <laughs> but uh, that was at least a, like a classy breakup. I felt like it was face to face, and um, he still made sure I got home okay. And we spoke a little bit the next day. But and that was it. It was. It was clear that it was over, and we both had to, you know, move on from that experience. And you haven't spoken to him since. No, I have not spoken to him since. I just want to say you're lucky the guy was at least crying and showy and showed he had feelings, you know, that he was upset that he was breaking up. A lot of guys, like I know my friends who, and just people I know who have been broken up with, the guy sits in the car and he's like, we're not for each other, and then just drives off. And he, he doesn't show emotion. Like you guys dated for, let's say, three, four, five, six months, even two months. And then the guy says, oh, we're not for each other. You know, we're not, we're not meant for each other. And this is over. And he just breaks up with the girl with his literally no emotion. I don't understand. I don't understand how guys could do that. Well, there are guys there in this world that don't have a lot of empathy and have a hard time feeling things. If they don't feel it, they don't feel it. But I truly felt that he wanted it just as much as I did. He probably wasn't ready or just didn't know what he wanted. I'm not making excuses for him, but... Mm -hmm. We had like an hour or so to go to the, before to go to the airport. And we literally just sat in his car and we cried and we, um, it was just very real. It made me realize that maybe it could be a time thing. Maybe he just really wasn't ready, but he did care. And he really felt, and he really felt that, um, he was losing a best friend. So I, I felt for him and it was a mutual feeling I didn't expect it. It may have happened a few months later um, if he kept dragging it out, but I didn't, I wouldn't want someone wasting my time. Um, My time is very valuable. I barely have personal time. So the fact that he did it and wasn't going to let me fly home thinking everything was so perfect and happy 
and come back home and do it over the phone. I thank him like right now, wherever he is, I thank him for giving me the clarity at that time. Wow. You sound amazing. So now let's, let's like go away from the breakup sure. scenario <laughs> a little bit. Let's just, let's just change yeah. a little bit and head more into the, the zoom dating as we were talking about before. Let me ask you a question yeah. about, about this. I know you've been doing these zoom and FaceTime. How long do you think someone's first meeting should be? Cause I know some people have told me it should be three hours long. And I was like, are you kidding me? And then other people said 30 minutes. So what do you personally think? Well, I, I think the first time should be between 30 minutes to an hour. I, I don't agree with the three hours long. I think keep it short and simple. Make sure that you are physically attracted and you can keep a conversation going and it goes smoothly. I, I just, so I wouldn't recommend say, I don't know. I personally wouldn't want to stay on a phone for three hours the first time. And you could start it for 30 minutes and then the next couple nights later, you can like go to an hour or two hours because their attention span is not that long. So I personally would not recommend more than an hour. I totally agree with you, by the way, when the person told me it should be three hours long, I can't tell you how shocked I was. I was thinking I would just like let my computer die or push like log off and pretend that the computer like <laughs> shut down or something. Well, prior, prior to like Corona, I've always learned. Somebody told me once, tell the guy before you get on the phone with them, like send them a text. Say, I, um, you know, I have a really early meeting in the morning at 6am. I have to be asleep by 11. So let's keep it an hour long. And then I'm going to have to like end the call. So tell them up front even if it's a lie or not a lie, like just say, listen, I really need to keep this short and simple. And we, and then like maybe the next, maybe on the weekend, I'll have a little extra time and then feel it out. But always be upfront in the beginning. Don't say I got to cut this short. Cause then the guy is going to actually feel like I said something. Maybe I was too, um, maybe I was, uh, not, I, she's not into me. So we don't want to obviously hurt his feelings or make him feel bad. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you feel there are different types of guys out there right now treating dating due to corona? Absolutely. Absolutely. I I said after corona, there's going to be a lot of engagement because and I'm not saying those that, you know that may last or not, but I think that guys are feeling very alone right now, very vulnerable, and so are girls. And it's going to bring out the side of them that says, I don't want to be home alone for like, what, how many weekends have they been home alone now? 12, 15, Mm -hmm. maybe it's going to end up being 30, but it's like very lonely. I've seen, you know, newlywed couples doing like cute things on Instagram and making all these cute date nights and having a lot of fun together. And I think that, yeah, they're going to, their, their perspective is going to change and I've had guys reach out to me that I haven't heard from in like two or three years just saying, Hey, what's up? How are you? And I'm like, where is this coming from? Are you bored or are you really like now thinking about what you want in your life? So that you're saying that a lot of guys who are bored, they're reaching out to girls. Do you feel that the bored guys are probably reaching out to more than one girl? Yeah, I do. I, I kind of, I'll be like, I'll do like a little bit of simple talk and how are you? Have a great day. Yeah. Like what, you know, and just keep it very, very simple 
because I deep down feel like if they weren't really into me a few years ago or interested, then what's changing now? Right. Um, but I think I spoke to one guy recently who said that pre-corona, he was like dating, 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 like going out with like every single weekend with another girl, another girl. He was getting set up left and right and he wasn't ready to settle down. And now he's reevaluating his dating life and what he really wants. And now he wants to settle down. Oh, wow. So I, I kind of, I was unsure. I, w- I don't know. It scared me a little bit because two, three months ago, I was really, you know, looking for the one and dating for the right purposes. So it kind of didn't make it to me. It's kind of like he's confused and wants to settle down now. Maybe he's bored making his recipes or he needs a little entertainment, but I realized it wasn't it. Like I wasn't going to be the one to um, be his experiments. Do you have any advice for girls um, on how to tell if a guy is a bored guy or if a guy really wants to settle down? Um, Ask him to play a board game. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but how do you know, like, uh, girls don't want players. Like, we're not interested in players, at least, like, in this in this time. In our, like, at least me, like, in my life right now, I'm not interested in, play, in a player. So if you're reaching out to so many girls, I'm not interested in talking to you. I only want to talk to a guy that's only talking to me. How do you, how do you know? I really don't know if we're going to know. It's, it's not like we can go out with them. We can see them. I think just having that conversation and saying – listen, I really, I really like you. I was talking to other guys before we started speaking and I feel a connection. What do you, how about you? I'm sure that this time you've been talking to other girls and Mm -hmm. are you interested in just exclusively talking and see what they say? You can tell if somebody is being honest with you or not and how they're going to react to your question. Um, so I think like we're not going to really, really know right now, but if they have, if you have mutual friends, if you know anybody that they know, you can just reach out to them and, and send a message and say, I met so-and-so. I started talking to them. I like them. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like they're in a good place right now? Like after this is over, they're, you know, they're stable with their job. They're stable with their, their life and they're ready to move on. Um, and they get, you know, just do a little research. Now you have the most time to reach mm-hmm. out to people. So instead of talking to him every single day, do your homework, figure it out, just like regular dating, um, even long distance dating. How do we know like that they're not, you know, going out with other people and you have to trust your instincts. You really have to like dig inside of yourself and feel that use your feelers. Girls are great with intuition. So Don't forget that. We can have intuition through Zoom and FaceTime and WhatsApp and every technology right now. We are really good with that. Right. Not only do you sound super smart, but you also sound like you're very good at communicating in a relationship. How did you get to that? Dating a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Having a lot. Unfortunately, I have had a lot of experience. I was horrible at dating right after seminary and coming, you know, in in early twenties, I was probably the worst. 
So I really learned a lot for myself and my experiences and looking back and obviously maturity and time and age, like all really help in that sense. But I look back and I said, oh my gosh, I do not like how I was in that relationship. Mm-hmm. I was so needy. I was so clingy. I was playing games. I didn't communicate well, but I found that being upfront and, and speaking your mind, then the right person is going to stick to that. If they can't deal with who you are and how honest you are and how strong-minded you are, then that person will not be able to handle you for the rest of their life. And don't waste your time with a person that is going to not appreciate you. So talking about dating and quarantine, I see that a lot of guys are reaching out to girls. Do you think a girl should reach out to a guy? What are your thoughts on that? Yes, yes. So I know when we originally spoke a couple weeks ago, I said, do not, like my rule is like when something ends, like move forward and go forward. But actually um, somebody from my past, we stayed best friends for years and we had actually maybe dated a little bit when I was very young and he reached out to me and we spent, we, and it, it was just out of nowhere. And we spent about six hours this week talking texting, talking. And I thought to myself, Oh my gosh, like I'm going backwards. And I said, you know, and I realized it's comfortable. It's comfortable right now. It's comforting. We're going through a really hard time and speaking to somebody new, you don't want to bring all that baggage out and you don't want to be like, Oh, this day was horrible. I I'm feeling really down right now. It's a hard time to start a new relationship. It is, it's, it's possible and it's doable. But when I heard that his voice, it really, really made me nostalgic. And I don't know, we just laughed about old times. We cried about old times. We have like such a like yummy relationship that it really made this time easier. I realized, oh my gosh, he really knows me well. I don't have to sit and tell him my family history Uh or my past, you know, mistakes. But he knows me and he gets me and we check in with each other every, every couple of years. Um, and that's it. So it was just like really nice to hear from him. And I know it's against me going backwards, uh-huh. but I figured in order to move forward, I need, I just need something that is like a yummy blanket and something comforting and loving. And it was so nice. Do you feel like that could be a relationship that you would want to get into? Um, I've always hoped, and yes, I've always thought maybe that I could end up with this person, but at the end of the day, just having them in my life and having them just pick up, know they're on the other end of the phone, it's Mm -hmm. really comforting. And I think it's, we can, we can like, we can't fool ourselves. Like I know that in a regular time when we're like, I'm focused on really finding the one, I'm not going to start a new relationship with somebody and talking about past feelings and things like that. Um, but yeah, I think it's a hard time and we, we can't like, we can't feel like bad if, if somebody calls us or reaches out. Yes. They, you know what? They just, they need to feel comforted. I think that they know, Oh, this person was always good to me. They were always a good friend. They don't judge me and I can just reach out to them. Does that mean like, Oh my gosh, I have to get married to this girl or this guy. And you know, and that's good. This is the one, not necessarily, but they saw something in me or I saw something in them that said, 
we're going to always be friends. We're always going to be looking out for each other. And that's who he's always been for me and, and vice versa. So I think like, if you're not going to meet somebody new or you're not having the success or meeting the right one right now, don't be hard on yourself. Don't feel like, don't feel, because it is tough regardless, Mm -hmm. but maybe reach out to an ex. I, I think it's okay. Reach out to an ex, you know, or somebody you may have dated that, you weren't sure about, you know, uh, revisit it. I, I don't, I don't see the harm in it right now. I don't think anybody is in the right mind to be honest. No, I hear. But this situation where you're at, the guy came to you. You hear what I'm saying? A lot of girls, the guy is not coming to them. So the girl, it looks a little bit needy if the girl reaches out. Uh, Yeah, I think we're, I think though we are a little bit needy right now and that's okay. It makes us human. I I think it's okay to still want to be set up and have be someone looking out for you. If you have, you know, a friend trying to look, set you up or a shotgun or you're on dating sites, whatever, however you're, um, you know, however you're being set up is, you know, you could still be doing that. But if you feel like I need to speak to this person, I just need to send a text message. I just want to see how he's doing, where he's at. Just to like be able to kind of be released a little bit, like in sense of moving forward, mm-hmm. I think it's healthy and I think it's okay. And it's, it's, I think a lot of people are doing it right now. Yeah. It is hard for me. I've always had a very hard time, um, you know, being rejected. It's a hard thing for me. And then saying, hi, like <laughs> one yeah. or two years later, like, how are you? How are you doing? I think it just depends on each situation. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't completely exit out. I think that it really depends on each person and how, how strong they are. And um, I'm not saying anything will come of it, but if you right. just need to talk to them and feel comforted right now, then that's okay. But also know that they might still be cold to you and they might still put a wall up. And if you're ready for that and you can handle that with all the other difficulties right now then then do it yeah but I think a very strong person is someone who does not reach out to their ex or somebody that they dated because right now a lot of exes are reaching out to each other but in a normal life scenario you would never reach out to your ex now that we're in quarantine don't really have anything to do people are reaching out so a normal normal day you'd be like no way would I reach out to him but now that they're reaching out, it, it's like a normal scenario. So for me personally, I think that nobody should reach out to their ex. Like, why? If somebody broke up with you right. or hurt you, why in the world would you reach out to them just because we're in corona? So I have a little bit of a different view. Yeah, I, I agree with both of you. I agree with you in that sense. I think it's, I don't think we need to feel, we're feeling a lot of rejection right now just with the world and mm-hmm. with our lives and just doing normal everyday things. It's a very tough. Um, so I do, I do agree with you in that sense that if somebody really hurt you and you know, they're not interested and you're not the one and they dated right after you and they've been going out, you do not need to put yourself in another, a vulnerable position and be even more hurt right now. Cause we're all feeling hurt in some type of way. If we, right. you know, lost something or have, you know, lost a job, lost anything. It's really tough to, you know, I agree. And I kind of agree both ways, but I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, like you're not a strong person if you do. I don't think 
it really, this is a time to say who's strong and who's not strong. I think we're all just like, we're just people and we need to feel, you know, we just need to feel good right now in some sort of way, even if it's, <laughs> even if it's through like a really loser guy that we should not oh, be no. out to. Yeah, no, 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 I would, I would never, but like for me, like in quarantine, instead of reaching out to guys, try to do something different, maybe learn a sport, like I'm learning how to play soccer now, I have a trainer, and like I'm actually doing a one-on-one training session where I'm, I've never ever thought I would learn how to play soccer, and now I'm learning how to actually play the sport, Um, I'm learning guitar, I'm painting part of my house, so there's many other things you can do, Besides for reaching out to a guy, because once you reach out to, the, to a guy, a girl's mind, the guy gets in our head. Like, we think about the guy, and, you know, he, he obviously makes a, like, I don't know how a, guy, how a guy's mind works, but with a girl, I don't know. You, you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally agree. And it's hard because then I, I try to avoid talking to guys through WhatsApp. Tell me if mm-hmm. you do this, because if they send you a regular text, you know, you just communicate with them through text, but if you text through WhatsApp and you see like they're online and like they're sitting on, and then you check again in an hour and they're <laughs> online or you check again and yeah. they don't like reach out to you. It's the most, I don't know. Don't you feel like so rejected? Like, why aren't you talking to me? Why aren't you calling me? That or why aren't you saying like, yeah. how are you? I, I turned off my, my status. Like when I'm active on Instagram, when I'm not on Instagram, because I hated that green, that green ball. Like when it said, like if somebody was online or not, I couldn't stand it. I'm like, person's online and they're not like saying anything to me like what's going on it drove me crazy so I deactivated right. that setting personally don't have that much faith in these guys that message girls over social media obviously because if they're messaging one most likely they're messaging more than one right but if you end up if you're like if you're able to be on the phone for two hours three hours then and they're like not hanging up and they're like into it then that's a good I think that's a good sign because yeah. That doesn't, you know, that's like a whole evening that they could be like setting it up with another person or something after that. Um, I personally think it's great. If you kind of have a lot of awkward silence the first time you speak, mm-hmm. then usually it's going to be like that the rest of the time you date. I don't know. That's how I feel. Oh, gosh. Well, first impressions are so important. Don't you love, I actually, do you like being texted first? I know now I'm asking the question. Do you like being (laughs) texted first or called first? So I see that our roles have changed. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) I actually, I've never gotten a text or a phone call before I went on a date. Because I'm in the shit-off system, so a shotgun sets it up, and the guy comes to the house, he meets my parents, he sits down. Um, but maybe a phone call would be nice, like a five-minute phone call, just, hi, how are you, let's set up a date, just to hear the guy's voice and get a vibe. But maybe, I don't know, I've never done it, so I have no, like, real preference. Right, okay. Well, let me ask you this. If a girl is trying to get sure. noticed, if a girl's trying to get noticed online, right, and a lot of guys are reaching out to her friends, but no one's reaching out to her. How can she get noticed without actually reaching out to a guy and saying, hey, I'm here, look at me? Right. Um, It's going to be challenging. I think that you have to see if you have any mutual friends, first of all. Um, If you do have, like, mutual friends, maybe message one of them and say, hi, I noticed you're friends with so-and-so. 
And I wanted to know a little bit about this person. Maybe you, maybe they can try to like connect you to, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I mean, but you can be, if you want to be bold right now and just take a chance and say your profile keeps popping up in my, on my newsfeed and I keep seeing your, you know, your thing. And it says that we should be friends and maybe we should be, maybe there's a reason. I mean, you can, you can be cute about it, you know? And I think guys, guys do like it. Sometimes they might notice you and go, Oh, you know, she looks, um, she looks like very busy. She might be in a relationship now, but after we spoke, I actually asked a, a friend of mine, um, you know, have you ever, has a girl ever made the first move? And he said, yes, I've had a girl like message me on Facebook. She saw my profile and my, you know, and they, and he ended up saying that he loved it because he just said, okay, let's pick a date and a time to go out. And they, they met somewhere and they went out and it was very successful, the relationship. So I think, I think it's, I think it could be, it could be nice. Um, you could be creative and you could be cute and say, uh, Facebook thinks we need to be friends, so let's be friends and take it from there. <laughs> Don't you feel the guy is supposed to be the one who chases the woman? Now, if the girl reaches out first, then maybe the guy is never going to, like, have that chase. Right. I do think guys' nature, though, is to pursue and to make the first move. I really, I personally love it. I like that feeling of this guy noticed me and he's interested and he's making the effort it does make, it does play in our head a little bit when we have to make the first move and wonder, you know, do I have to initiate every conversation? Do I have to this? It does take mm-hmm. that guessing out. But I think in this time, it doesn't hurt. If you're not, if nothing else is going on for you and you're not being set up and you're not meeting anybody and you see somebody that you're maybe interested in, I think it's okay. I think a lot of guys do appreciate it and do like it, but it is, Right. It is each person's choice. First, check around first to see if anyone knows him and, and uh-huh. get a little bit of information first. Sometimes you'll be surprised and a girl would say, stay away, stay away, stay away. And you get that, you know, once you kind of hear a negative uh, comment or something from a friend or somebody you trust, then I, then it kind of takes that excitement out to reach out to them. You're like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to mm-hmm. like, just, you know, start messing around with like somebody who's you know, not a good person. Us as girls, we always feel that, I mean, me personally, I feel like the guy is the one he has guts. He, of course, is going to reach out first and all that. But being in the dating scene for as long as I have been, I realize that a lot of guys are so nervous to make a first move and to reach out to a girl, which is like so shocking to me because, you know, in all the movies and everything I've seen, it's always that the guy, you know, he's not nervous to reach out to a girl. But in real life, the guys are really very nervous. I think, yeah, I think guys are just as nervous as girls. I think it's a, it's a two-way street. And I, I've i met guys before that I thought we hit it off. Like we met at a Shabbos meal. And there's a lot of energy and chemistry. And we were talking the whole time. And then you kind of like leave. And you never hear from them again. And it's so disappointing mm-hmm. And not all, not all the time is it personal, I'm sure. And I, I ran into that maybe a year later or so. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of said, like, what happened? Like, we, we kind of hit it off. Like, I thought for sure you would call. And he goes, you know, I was, I, I was so, like, nervous to call you and reach out. I really wanted to get your number. And whatever. And I thought, well, if I had, what, what would have happened if I called them? I, I never will right. know. 
So right. it's just, you never, I don't know. You never know what's going on with that person. Um, and so maybe true. they go, well, I found a great girl, but I'm not in a good place right now. I don't have a job right now or I'm in school right now. So maybe I'll revisit it in a few months and I'll reach out and see how she's doing. I don't, that, that's my feeling. Right. I hear. Let me ask you one more question before we go. Yeah. Now, what if you're talking to a guy, right, over Zoom and you have such a good conversation? You really, really enjoy talking to him and you feel like you're so connected, but you're not at all attracted to him. Do you continue to date and hope that in person he'll become more attractive or do you just stop talking to him? I... So this happened recently. I, you know, we, he kind of like kept sending me pictures on selfies and things like that. And I really, I just felt like, I don't know if I could be attracted to him. And it was, I, and, but we hit it off so well on the phone and he's so sweet. So I kind of decided, you know what, right now I was honest with him because I have so much going on. I'm so busy. I'm up even earlier than I normally am and going to bed later than I normally do. Nice. I just have so much extra work that's coming my way. But I was honest with him. I said, I really didn't expect myself to get busier and have more work right now. And I actually love speaking to you. I'm just not going to be able to give up so much time right now on the phone and talking all the time, but I would like to continue this friendship. And if we do get an opportunity to meet after this, then we should meet, we should give it a chance and see maybe in person, he is going to be attractive. Maybe he is going to um, you know, I'm going to see him a little bit differently. I, I want to believe that. And I hope that maybe that could happen, but I'm mm -hmm. also, also like you, I just want to take this time to not focus so much and put so much my energy into one person. I think like right now, this time is really to put into ourselves and take mm -hmm. some time to really feel like, what do I want right now? And make a friend now, just I'm kind of thinking of him like as a friend that I met now in this time and Hashem sent him my way and I could like kind of use him as a, as a, as an earpiece. Like he can, I can tell him about my day and we can chit chat for a little bit, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to lead him on and I'm not going to, you know, say that, um, you know, I hope this will turn into something after this. I'm just taking it as it comes. And right. I, I told him I have, I'm busy and you know, I like, speaking to you as well. And let's just, let's just be friends right now. Wow. Well, thank you so much for being here. By the way, Jocelyn, right after we hang up, yes. I'm going to show you how to use house party. Are you excited? I'm so excited. I wish I really was going to a house party. <laughs> it's just, it's just a fun environment that you don't feel like you're in quarantine when you're stuck in your house because you're with a lot of people. So thank you so much for sitting down with me today. It was really, really, really a pleasure talking about dating in quarantine. I really, yeah, I really, really appreciate it. I'm so excited we spoke. And I just, I think that, um, I'm sorry, I keep like talking, but I do think it is important if I take anything from this, is just treat it like you're regularly dating. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm a little bit like you're long distance dating. And if anyone, I'm sure a lot of us have done that and we've met somebody um, that we can't just go pick up our lives and just go meet like, you know, that weekend or something, just say, like, okay, I'm going to see this person in a month or two and, and, and just enjoy it. Enjoy this time. Um, and not be hard on ourselves. I think it's that that's so important. Yeah, that really is. And thank you so much for ending off like that. I really appreciate it. That's of great. Of course, of course. It was so fun. I really felt like <laughs> 
See, I'm trying all these new things now. This is my first podcast ever. So I'm really Yay. excited. And I hope that I hope that I came through and that we can help uh, a lot of people like during this time. That was Jocelyn Miller. Thank you so much for being here. We talked about dating and quarantine. Again, if you need a makeup artist, hairstylist, hit her up. She lives in Los Angeles. I'm going to put all of her um, links in the description below. And I can't wait to be back for another awesome episode. I hope you're doing well in quarantine. Have a great night. Bye.